BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte Offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Listen up, NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code BREAKFAST. Select between two and six NBA players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Track your picks and play against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now using code BREAKFAST and take on the competition with your best NBA player picks. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 it's Tuesday. See, that's what I mean. You see, you wish you had that four-day work week now, don't you? Yep. You wish you was just getting here. Yep. See what I mean? Speaking of four-day work week, that Larsa Pippen clip went everywhere yesterday. Y'all actually did the math 33,000 times. I didn't get the exact number. I just knew it was <laughs> over 30,000. But now I know she lying. I, there was so many people commenting, especially women. When women women know their, their bodies. Yeah. Women was like, what about periods? Women was like, what about after pregnancies? You I, know, I, women I, was I, like, so you made every road trip? 
Like it's impossible. Like this is impossible to have sex four times in a day. I, called her, I called her. I said, Every did, day. You, did you see the clip we were talking about yesterday? She said, yeah, you didn't hold me down. I said, I can't protect your vagina. I don't know nothing about that. She's still holding on to that? She's still holding it down. Come on, stop, Larson. Stop. <laughs> four, 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 day, four times a day. <laughs> Every day for 23 years. <laughs> She'd be in the hospital right now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, stop. So that clip of us talking about it yesterday made me exhausted just watching it. People was like, so no sickness? You didn't have the flu? You didn't have a cold? Like nothing? <laughs> Come on, stop. Jesus. Stop. All right. Well, how you feeling, Jason Lee? You was out last night or you chill? Uh, you know what? I left here yesterday and went to some bar and fell asleep. <laughs> Not at the bar? Yeah. You fell asleep at the bar? Yeah, didn't have one drink. I was just tired. Just tired. And then I was up all night because I took a nap. You just fell asleep at a random bar in New York City? <laughs> yeah, my friends. I just said, order whatever y'all want, and I just took a nap. Hold on. So that picture you posted on Instagram of you sleeping was at a bar? Yeah. That's a nice bar. I thought it was a hotel room. That was a little rooftop situation. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, let's it sounded like you had a good time. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, Elliot Connie will be joining Man, us this morning. Elliot is one of the most culturally competent uh, therapists you're going to ever meet in your life. And he, he focuses on solution. Uh, what is it called? Solution-focused... Brief therapy. Brief therapy. Okay. Yes. He's going to break that down, what all that means. That's right. This morning, all right? And then we got front page news. Teslin uh, Figaro will be joining us. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, LA, it seems like they're shutting the schools down. We'll let you know why. And John ja Morant, is he coming back? We'll tell you when. So don't move. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Jason Lee hanging out with us. And let's get in some front page news. We have Teslin Figaro here. The Hood Whisperer. Now, let's start off with John Morant. It looks like John Morant is going to return to the Grizzlies, hopefully this Wednesday. Uh, he was with the team last night as they played. Uh, who they played? Uh, uh, Mavericks last night. And mm -hmm. he was uh, with the team. He didn't play. He was in street clothes. But it looks like he will be back tomorrow. Now, what's going on with Trump? We got any updates with Trump? Yes, we do. Good morning, Breakfast Clubbers. I want to remind you again to do your own independent research because obviously this is a lot of information, guys, and we can only get in so much information. So let's do a quick update on former President Donald Trump. Today is Tuesday, and as we discussed yesterday, Donald Trump predicted that he would be arrested today. So today we're going to find out. But since the grand jury will not meet until Wednesday, it is highly unlikely. And remember, Charlamagne, you mentioned that on yesterday. You said, I doubt it's going to be uh, today. So mm -hmm. we'll see uh, if they uh, move forward today or Wednesday. Now, in the meantime, Trump has posted a social media campaign style ad, and it ends with, always remember, they are coming after me because I am fighting for you. So again, like we discussed on yesterday, this is an advantage uh, for President Trump, uh, former President Trump, my apologies, uh, throwing that out there. He's been able to raise money to galvanize his base and pretty much, you know, turn the world upside down and have us talking about Trump. So it's yeah. working. I don't think mm -hmm. Trump is getting arrested today. In fact, I'm I'm not sure he's getting indicted in NYC at all, to be honest with you. Remember in Endgame when Thanos got hit in the chest by Thor Stormbreaker and he said you should have went for the head? This ain't a headshot mm -hmm. at all. Like everybody's saying this is a weak case and it's just going to make him stronger because it looks like more of a witch hunt and it looks like the woke is attacking him again. And the, and the optics of Alvin Bragg being black, he's going to use that to his advantage too. Well, Trump's going to use that to his advantage. They're preparing New York City just in case. I know they put barricades all around uh, Trump that. Hotel and also uh, downtown where the courts are. So uh, they're preparing showed. just in case. I think I think Trump did this on purpose. He stirred up, he stirred up them waters just to keep himself in the news, just to keep the conversation going. I was going to say, why do you think Trump's message connects deeper with his audience than like Biden's does with the, with his. Because America loves gangsters. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Or the perception against it. And they're doing a ride out today from Long Island. So I guess all the MAGA people, they're going to get in their cars and it's probably going to be a what I'm long saying? line. Wait, they coming out here? Yeah, to the city. They're going to ride through. For real? Yeah. And once again, when somebody uh, uses uh, the threat of violence to avoid prosecution, we're in a dysfunctional uh, society, a dysfunctional government. Mm. Now, what's mm -hmm. going on with Absolutely. Florida governor now? Santa's. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are right. And just as a piggyback on that, they are you uh, that campaign ad. They're using uh, Alvin uh, Bragg's photo in that. And yeah. you know, I told you guys years ago when I came to the Breakfast Club that Trump is absolutely the Suge Knight of politics. But <laughs> after being pressured uh, for several days by Trump allies, in other words, they told them uh, pick a side or step aside. Governor Ron DeSantis finally broke his silence about Trump's potential indictment. And honey, his response was nice, nasty. He did not hold back on the shade. Take a listen. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. That was shady. It was. And you know he didn't have to say that, but he said it anyway. And then Trump came back and said, well, in paraphrase, and I won't read everything he said, but he said, well, you'll you'll realize what this is yes, like, basically, man. once you become more well-known. <laughs> so he threw some shade back on and then And then put up a picture saying that DeSantis uh, might face allegations from uh, uh, underage girls or possibly a man. For them to hate, yes, gay, for them to hate gay people, they throw in the shade just like the girls do. Man. Yes, son, you got to move that over to the rumor report, Jason, and let us know what's, what's happening with. And what's <laughs> and Tez, what's going on with these LA schools? What's what's happening in LA today? Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, this was really important. I wanted to make sure that folks know uh, that after uh, almost a year of negotiation, education workers uh, united uh, voted to approve a three-day strike that starts today and is expected to last until Wednesday. Now, thousands of members from cafeteria workers to bus drivers working in the Los Angeles United School District, per usual, uh, they're demanding more equitable uh, wage increases, more full-time work, respect respectful treatment and increased staffing and so my did you know fact on this story is the longest teacher strike to date uh, was an eight-month strike in 1987 in homer illinois and before we close uh, the front page news i want to just double back on something i said yesterday a lot of people said are you telling me i can run when i mentioned uh, you could run for president of the united states with a felon being a felon and somebody said, I can't believe that's true. So I want to double down on that again. Yes, you can run for president of the United States, even if you are a convicted felon. Now, you may have a hard time getting a job or a place to live, you know, and all the basic necessities. But you can run for the highest office in the land. And a quick Google search can confirm that fact. That was your front page news. Okay, thank well, you, Ain't Tess. no requirements to be president, huh? No. <laughs> God damn <laughs> see, Honestly. Lord have mercy. I have a question. Did, did Trump and Melania ever get divorced? Did they get divorced? I don't know. No, I don't I think don't, so. No. I don't know. No, they're still married. They're still married? I never heard that. Yeah. She looked like Allegedly, she wanted to get that, divorced. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't holding his hand and she was dodging him. I never seen yeah, them together nah. anymore. Like, you know, when was the last time y'all seen her? She probably exhausted. Mm -hmm.
Well, we we really didn't see it when he was running. I mean, when he was actually in office. Remember, she was real. She wasn't excited at all about mm. uh, the presidency. Remember, it took her a while to even move um, to D.C. They probably mm-hmm. should have had sex four times a day. Hilarious. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to have Donald Trump on there four times a day. But okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Tez. Get it off no your problem. chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlemagne. Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Ray B from Campbell's Soup City. What is Campbell's Soup City? You said this yesterday and you still ain't telling me what happened. in the hospital. Great day for oh, everybody that's able to walk around. That's right. What is Soup City, sir? What city is that? That's Campbell, Ohio. The oh. other side of Youngstown. Okay, okay, okay. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I'm still over here, like, stuck on that Trump thing. Because if it was a regular Joe Smoke, man, we'd have been in prison a long time ago, still waiting to get our date to see how much more time we gonna get. Well, it wasn't a regular Joe Smoke. It was a privileged white man who happens to be the former president of the United States of America, sir. Right, and we got all that money. That's just letting everybody know that when you got a lot of money and you know how to use it, occasion you can get away with that type of stuff. I don't even know if it's about money as much as it's about power and privilege because, you know, they don't want to set the precedent of locking up that kind of white man. Because, you you know, you set the precedent of locking up that kind of white man, then you got to follow suit locking up many more. They don't want that to become a pattern. Hello, who's this? This is Talia. Hey, Talia. Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. Good morning. Um, I pretty much just wanted to say how blessed I am and to be a message to other young people in my generation um, to just stop running to drama. A month ago, um, I was in my bed and I tried to run to go help a cousin that got involved in a fight and I ended up being shot and I have a bullet. This part of my spinal cord. Damn. It broke my pelvic bone and struck a nerve in my left leg. So um, I'm just blessed to be here. And again, I just want to be a message to other people to just, if you're not in drama, leave it alone. If it has nothing to do with you, just stay home, be productive, get closer to God, and just live life. Life is too short. Absolutely. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Glad you're okay. Where you from, mama? I'm from West Palm Beach, though. I listen to you guys all the time. I win. I won things from your radio station like seven times. <laughs> You sound so positive and so upbeat. Yeah, I love just, it. Regard, despite the circumstances, can you? Are you able to walk? Um, yeah, I'm able to walk. Um, my left leg, um, is because it hit me on my left side, so the left leg where it struck the nerve at. Um, like if I'm sitting down in the chair, I can't lift my left leg up to my chest. When I'm taking a shower, getting in and out of the car, I have to like lift it up. So right now, I have to do physical therapy twice a week, and it's expensive and uh, it's just a lot of things that it happened at an actual home so the state attorney is kind of trying to say that it might be a stand your ground law even though Man. I've been a victim of it so me and my family have been the one coming out of pocket for this stuff and it's just very stressful well we're going to claim that you're going to walk fully and get back to a uh, better house so sending you love and prayers for sure amen, That's right. amen. God is good all the time right, mama God is great. Chick-fil-A uh, is good. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. 
Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. USA.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. 
Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, top of the morning, everybody. Santos. Top of the top. What's Santos, up, brother? what up? Get it off your chest. What up, man? I, uh, first, first of all, our whole music is official. You can hear all the intro. That's crazy. Uh, nah, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, good morning, everybody. I'm a trucker. I just wanted to say, everybody be safe. You know, drive safe. Just stay on the road, stay in your lane, and everybody will be okay. That's it. Are right, you in your truck now? Yes, sir. Blow that horn. You already know. Let's get it. All right, man. Be safe out there. Ah, uh, you already know, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Lyrical Faith from the Bronx, New York. Hey, Lyrical from the Bronx. What up? Get it off your chest. All right, y'all. First off, I just want to say I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. I I listen to y'all every morning, and I am an educator, activist, spoken word poet. And I wanted to put a quick poem for y'all. Go ahead, go. All right, so this is this is a one-minute piece. It's called, Oh, You Black Black. <clears throat> My response to the men who take me out, tell me I'm pretty, and ask if I am just black. Well, I'm black mixed with black, so I guess that make me black black. Like Afro-American, like my ancestry be slave black. Like they slaved all day in pink cotton. So you could wear that tacky shirt on your back black. Like transatlantic trade black. Like we always late black. Like only late because if we die today, this gonna be our ghost outfit for the rest of our days. Like auction black black. Like picnic black. Like you won't make it to the march if you caught up at the spit in black. Like 3,446 lynched and you ain't never known a black mother who ain't prayed for her kids. We open casket black. We close case. We afraid at night because they try forget in my neighborhood and if you look like me you ain't safe and as i ponder the answer to your stupid question with my resting be safe well we still waiting on reparations so i hope you're paying for this date okay okay yeah. that's dope where, where can people find you that's right i appreciate y'all so much so my instagram is at lyrical faith poetry lyrical faith l-y-r-i-c-a-l-s-a-i-c-h Poetry. I like that. And you can find me on all streaming platforms, YouTube, Facebook, all of that at Lyrical Face Poetry. Your Lyrical Face ass. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, y'all. Yeah, see, see, one, she had mama. to think of that was an insult. Yeah, she didn't Hello, who's this? That's Silas, Goose Creek. Goose Creek, South Carolina. What's happening? Man, chill it, chill it. Hey, Charlamagne, I got a quick question, man. When you going to have... Um, Chuck T on there, man. My guy, Chuck T. He's doing, doing big things out here, man, for the Carolinas, man. That's a good question. That's my guy, DJ Chuck T, man. Chuck, my man. Chuck used to, when I was uh, in between jobs, I used to go and, you know, buy mixtapes in bulk from DJ Chuck T. And that's how I used to make a little change yeah. on the side, man. 
selling those mixtapes. He's doing big things out here with the NBA and just putting on the Carolina rappers, man. Like yeah, he do the Hornets night. He do the Charlotte Hornets night. That's my guy, man. That's, that's my that's my brother for life. Love Chuck. Yeah, man. Just I would love to hear him on the show one time. And anytime, any anytime. All Chuck got to do is holler. Chuck is the reason the baby uh, we had the baby up here back in the day when he when he came when he came and did his first interview here. Yeah, he put me on a on a female rapper named Haiti Lay. Man, you need to check her out. She up and coming, man. Haiti Lay. Yeah, I will do that. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. JC Lee, we got rumors on the way. What are we yeah. talking about? Yeah, well, apparently Tamar Braxton and Candy Burris heard the show yesterday because uh, the gloves are off and they're fighting again. More again. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Jason Lee with us. So let's get right to the rumors. I've mastered the tea thing. The only place I wanted to come and talk to you about was here because I really feel like everybody in the culture pays attention to y'all. But I knew I could talk my Talk, talk to me. This is The Rumor Report. On the Breakfast Club. What you wanna know? And yeah, so first, I want to mention Triple uh, uh, X, uh, Tentacion. You know, he was murdered back in 2018. The three people found guilty of first degree murder just went down uh, yesterday in Florida. So just wanted to get that out of the way. No surprises there. I mean, mm-hmm. they, 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 it was on video, you know, and they deserve every single second of that time. And it's sad because they're young brothers too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're going to learn. It's just that they're going to have to learn uh, in prison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really sad. All right, so let's get over to what's going on in Atlanta. The gloves are off again. I love that sound effect. <laughs> so apparently Tamar Braxton and Candy Burris were watching the show yesterday or listening in and heard us talk about what was happening in the uh, world of chaos that they're creating. Now, for those of you that missed the show yesterday, Tamar Braxton was recently on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she talked about uh, being accosted by a real housewife of Atlanta and her husband, and uh, the fans found out that it was Candy Burris. Well, yesterday when we talked about it, uh, the fans went crazy, and Tamar went live on social media to talk about what happened, and this is what she said. Weeks go by, four or five weeks go by, and we all have a concert together, and I see Candy in the hallway, and I'm like, hey boo, and I give her a hug, you know, whatever, and she just look at me, and she's like, I ain't with you. I'm like, what, what happened? She's like, oh, well, you said that shit you said with, about Carlos King was foul. Now, people were saying that Tamar was lying and that this never happened. And so Tamar continued to explain the conversation between her and Candy. I didn't mean no harm. You know, I, I wasn't trying to, you know, go against you or nothing like that. It's, you know, and she was like, nah, 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 nah. You said, you said, you said. And I'm like, sis, we, I'm, listen, if I offended you, I am so sorry. And plus, I sent her a DM and I said, I sent you a DM, you know, when your fans was coming to my page. Nah, nah, nah. But you said, and you did, and then, and then, and then you doubled down and put it in your story. I said, listen, Candy, I'm not trying to go there with you. Now, yesterday I said that Candy Burst was allegedly a bully. You both said that you couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, it's very interesting because this is what happens when people don't like being called out. When you shake the cereal box and all the roaches fall out. I'm not calling black women roaches. I'm just saying that I used to live in the hood and we had roaches in our cereal. When you shake the cereal box like Tamar did, the roaches fall out. And Candy Burris did not like that, so she went straight to social media to gaslight the fans, and this is what she said. The only thing I'll say right now is, you know, simply that that's not true. My husband never said nothing to her. He did not threaten her or none of that. So 
That's why I was like, I don't even want to like address that on Amazon Live. She and I did have words, but he did. So that's why I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Some people like to twist things a little bit, but we can talk about it later on a different platform or not. Well, let's speak about it on this platform, Candy, because you're playing Twister. Let's talk about receipts because here's a receipt right here. What's that? This is a receipt from Tamar because after she called her a victim, Tamar said, I am the victim. When your man steps to a woman, sounds like an abused woman to me. See nothing wrong with that. I hope he's not beating your ass. I pray for your healing. Jesus Christ. She also then posted this receipt, and this is a receipt of her standing there taking a picture with a fan while her man is back there checking Todd, allegedly. And she posted that uh, that conversation happened, and then, you know, uh, fans were still doubting Tamar. What do they call checking based off a picture? They just, just, you just see them talking. They're having a conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, How do we know that's any uh, hostile conversation? We don't. Well, and this is, well, this is Tamar. This is Tamar's husband. For Tamar's boyfriend, this white man, to walk up on a black man and have a conversation, there was a lot of courage there. So she posted this receipt. Okay. <laughs> he might have been asking, what can I do for the Black Lives Matter movement? No, he wasn't asking so? that. He wasn't asking that. Think he's asking, can he donate he, some money? He said what he said. This is what he said. What did he say? He said, for the record, yes, I did have a conversation with Todd about what he said to Tamar. He immediately seemed embarrassed about it, apologized and wanted to make amends for saying, quote, you know what it is. He tried to rationalize why he said what he said, but I stopped him and said it should have never happened. I then asked him to clear it up with Tamar and apologize in person. Now, I'm not mad at any man, you know, uh, approaching another man on behalf of their woman. But, Todd, you let that white man check you? <laughs> he probably thought he was still producing the show. You know, that's how they met. He was a producer on the show, and then uh... they fell in love or whatever, and then now he's caught up in the storyline. But, you know, maybe he wants a peach. I don't know. But <laughs> what I do know is that Candy, and this is where celebrities have a problem with me. <laughs> I'm a likable person. Hollywood Unlocked is not a likable platform all the time. You, I can like you. Hollywood Unlocked could think you're corny. Hollywood Unlocked could love you. And I could think you're corny. You're Hollywood Unlocked, Jason. No. He's trying to confuse me. He's trying to confuse me. How dare you do that? That is your media platform. Speaking of confusion, she continued playing Twister yesterday. And Candy had this to say about me and Hollywood Unlocked. That particular person, he had like been dogging me on his blog. Like he has said a lot of negative things. I'm sure you guys seen it because some of that stuff was on different blogs or whatever. I guess other people had picked it up. This was a while ago. And um, so if somebody had dogged you, would you want an interview for their page? No. Um, Jason Lee likes you, Candy. I said that yesterday. I said that in every interview. I still like you. I really do. I'm a big fan. I'm going to play uh, Who Should You Run To when I get here. But let me tell you who you should run to. <laughs> you should run to Elliot. Dr. Elliot can help you with some psychotherapy because at this point you're delusional. Hollywood Unlocked thinks you're corny. Your storyline is tired. Your man thinks he's a woman out there fighting with Tamar Braxton. And now guess what? I'm going to unbreak your heart. Nobody cares. And I'm not going to come to see your show on April 1st because her and Tamar are going to be in concert together, which is crazy, which I don't know if this is for a show or not. But what I do know is, Candy, you're always welcome to Hollywood Unlocked, even though you're not going to come because T.I. canceled your appointment last time and he'll probably cancel it again. So what do you say? You're basically saying that, you know, uh, artists, you, you can still be, you should be allowed to be critical of people yes. and still let them, they can still want to sit down and have a conversation. The same conversation we're having about you in the White House. You yeah, should be yeah, able yeah. to criticize people and still break bread. But guess what? We have a relationship with every celebrity. Some just choose to participate or not. We're going to still continue to talk about Candy's tired uh, storylines mm -hmm. and then I may pull up an old lady gang and get whatever they serving on the menu. You Sam, are out of your damn mind if you talk crazy about Candy and they go eat it or nah, restaurant. Nah, salmon bites are good though.
You Uber East, they ain't gonna know him. Bro, you ain't gonna talk crazy about me. You Uber East, they ain't gonna know it's him. He's Uber East. Oh, he said, but he said he was gonna no, go there and eat. I'm gonna pull up. They, 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 listen, yeah, right. I'm gonna support her as an <laughs> I thought you were smarter than that, you Jason. Know, you gonna get a little or, root or, put on I'm, Or I'm gonna buy the restaurant and bulldoze the hell out of it. <laughs> I like that. I see. Now Jason's talking my language. You get some old lady roots put on it. But you can understand if Candy don't wanna sit down. Yeah, of course. Of course. Let me ask you a question. We talked about the back and forth. I'm sorry, I know we gotta go, but where did it start? Why are they beefing? What was the problem? Why are they going back? Like I don't know, but Jason made that sound good. <laughs> but, I enjoyed that. But I never bit. know. Like why were they with beefing? I enjoyed that. Too. Like why did she step to it? Like what was the problem in the first place? I don't know, but I'm ready to see a fight go down. Now, I don't want to see them fight. We, we don't got, even know why they fight. They don't, I don't even think fight. they know why they fight. We got the fighter bells again. I don't. See them. I wouldn't mind seeing Todd and the white dude fight, but I don't want to see the women fight. I can't wait to see Todd with a peach. Man, you shut crazy. up, man. You are crazy. But who you think will win? What you mean? We fight. Todd. Todd, man. <laughs> what you mean? Talking about Tamar and Candy. That's what I was talking <laughs> oh, no, about. I don't want to see that. Y'all look crazy. All right. That. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report, Jason Lee. Yes. So messy. But I loved it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me Good too. morning, too. Oh, by the way, I thought I had. I thought I was the only one with a new intro up here. Y'all got intros for everybody else? I don't feel as special as I did yesterday. All right, Jess Hilarious, you, uh, Portia had one. Portia had one, too. Yeah. Oh, that's all good. Nene, too. I think Nene had one. Yeah, Nene did. Taylor just been uh, flexing her creative muscle. That's all. All right. You know. When we come back, we got front page news. Tesla and Figaro will be joining us. We'll break some things down. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Pick of the Day is the Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new series, Michelle Obama discusses meeting life's challenges with Oprah, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and others. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash the light. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Jason Lee with us this morning, and it's time for front page news. We got Tesla Figaro on the line. She's back. Good morning, Tess. Good morning, everybody. Now, where you want to start? The, the four are guilty of conspiracy? Break that story down for us. Yes, four people associated with the far-right anti-government extremist group known as the Oath Keepers were convicted on Monday of conspiracy to obstruct Congress and obstruction of Congress stemming from the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Both of these charges can carry a sentence of up to 20 years behind bars. And now, as so far, the DOJ says that at least 1,000 Trump supporters have been arrested for the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, I do, again, want to remind people, this particular story, guys, look it up because there's a lot of information on this one that I couldn't get in on who was charged and why and their husbands and baby daddies and all. It's a lot with this story, so I want to have you guys look it up. But I remember Charlemagne uh, and Envy, you talked about several times, like, when are people going to go to jail? And so I just wanted to remind people that there have been over a thousand people who have been charged. Now, convicted and going to jail, that's another story, but uh, there's some movement on that yeah, it's been quite it's been quite a few that's been convicted and going to jail too though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now we also got to talk about this uh vermont high school basketball team girls team they're forfeiting a tournament because they don't want to play against a transgender player Yes. As of 2022, the Vermont private schools are expected to follow the state's anti-discrimination rules if they want to get state funding. In other other words, if you want to get the bag, you have to do what we say. But earlier this year, Mid-Vermont Christian School and another religious affiliated school told the Vermont Board of Education that they wanted to reserve their right not to follow all of the anti-discrimination rules due to their religious belief. Well, it appears that they tried to exercise that right and decided in February not to play in a tournament um, because they refused to play against a team with a transgender player. 
Now, the head of school, Vicki Fogg, explained that the reason for the forfeit was that her school did not think it was fair to have girls a girls team play against an opponent with, bio, with a biological male because it jeopardized the fairness of the game and safety of the players. Since then, the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion in Activities Committee, the Activity Standards Committee and the VPA Executive Council made a decision that the team violated the policies and they are now banned for all future activities and tournaments moving forward. So they can't play anything, tournaments, uh, not in a tournament, an uh, activity, anything because they violated that policy. That's not fair because that sounds like common sense to me. Like, we've all seen uh, Joanna Man. We've seen Grandmama. Well, not <laughs> not Joanna Man. Man. Yeah, I'm well, just saying, we've seen that. Well, not that only that, that person was probably out there averaging 30 and 20 against them women, man. Remember that swimmer? That he, he was a man and then he transitioned to a woman. And when he was swimming as a man, he was like number 80th. Yes. And then when he transitioned to a woman, he was like he was number, number one, one or something. That's what I'm not pointing. Got, whoever they were playing against, I got to see the stats. If this person is averaging 55 points, 50, 17 rebounds, 20. <laughs> 22 blocks, I'm not playing against him either. That's not fair. Yeah, my concern is, you know, even the religious beliefs, you know, them saying up front, you know, hey, we don't mind following your policy, but we're a private school and it's a Christian school. It's a Christian high school. So it's really interesting to see, you know, how I guess they're not getting any leeway based upon, you know, their own individual right, you know, uh, based on their religious beliefs. And they attach that again to, well, okay, if you don't do what we say, you won't get funding. And so this is just a real interesting story. And um, I think guys should look it up and look more into it. I also wouldn't hide. Jason Lee, what do you think? I knew, oh, I knew Jason, they were going to ask ahead, the go resident gay his opinion. Ahead, People would be surprised, but I actually agree with you. I just, yeah. I don't think it's fair. I mean, can you imagine, like, when you look at what happened with DeMar Hamlin, if you put a one a biological woman on the field and she was to get, he was to get hit, there could be like some real serious. I mean, I don't know. People are going to be mad because they say, "Oh, you should say equality." I'm all for equality, but in this instance, I just don't know that. That's not equality when somebody has a biological advantage uh, yeah. against you. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't dig it. I don't think it's fair. But I, I've always said, you've heard me on record say this: you should put one transgender woman what on every WNBA team. I think that put Kaylin out there. She's like the greatest athlete ever, right? She get washed. Now, it, 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 no, no, no. This generation of WNBA player, the Asia Wilsons and all them, they'll wash Kaylin Jenner. But you should have, you, if, if you want to make the WNBA even more exciting, because I like the fundamental basketball that WNBA plays, but if you really want to make it more exciting, put one transgender woman on each team. Can you please not use Juana Man as a reference, though? Because that's what made me think of Kaylin. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just talking about how ridiculous it looked when this person with a biological advantage was yeah. out there playing against women. Yeah. That movie showed us what could go down. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not mad at them. I do wish that this team wasn't hiding behind religion, though, Tess. Like, even like even with the Ooh. religious rule, just say straight up, no, it's just not fair. Well, they did. Oh, they, they said did? in okay. the statement, yeah, they said in the statement that, no, this is this is not fair based on, you know, having a uh, a, a lady, ladies play against a biological uh, man. I was just pointing to the fact that when they changed this policy, they, they put it on the table earlier last year saying, we're telling you now we're not going to be in line with everything, that, you know, on this discrimination gotcha. policy they had in place. So they're, they're doing, they're playing both angles on this. Playing, yeah. wait, no pun wait, intended. Playing both angles. Hilarious. Oh, shout out, <laughs> shout out to y'all having Laverne Cox up here. I saw the trans Barbie back here too. Yes. Yes. Laverne. Yep, yep, yep. That was, Jason put that play together. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get the stats, but I can't find the stats. I need to see the stats. That's what I need. I need to see how much this person was averaging on that team. Yeah, Playing both sides. It's too early in the morning. For and you. Wanna, you, it, it, what do you think, Tess? Tess, Tess, Tess? What do you think, Tess? Well, you know, I think 
but again, I'm I'm always going to look at the po- the uh, politics side of it, uh-huh. and I think when we talk, remember last week we talked about separation of church and state. Um, we talked about you know being able to uh, have the right to do something, and the fact that they said last year that this is not in line with our beliefs. I'm leaning more towards that. I hear what you guys are saying, but you know I'm always looking at looking at it from a legal lens or a political lens, and right. I, I think they made that clear last year. So they obviously they could have had an opportunity as well not to accept the money you know you could always not accept the money and do whatever you want to do so it you can look at it from from that way as well that's true so there's two different sides to this no pun intended pause hilarious all right not pause did she say pause <laughs> she did say what's wrong with you, you did say pause <laughs> you've been hanging out with the breakfast club too long. right i was about to say oh y'all don't know Taz. then if y'all think that you, breakfast club ain't got nothing to do with the hood whisperer okay <laughs> that's, that's tesla and figaro y'all don't know i'm trying Taz, to let them then. warm up to me charlamagne yeah, no, no hollywood a lot just followed no you hilarious <laughs> Make sure y'all but, um, uh, subscribe to this great shot, no chaser podcast with Tesla and Figaro on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, man. Thank you so much, Tez. No problem. Peace. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. And Tez going to be with us, too, in uh, Atlanta on uh, April 22nd at Pullman Yards for the first ever Black Effect podcast festival. She's going to be on the business and podcasting panel and the woman in podcasting panel. So make sure you go to Eventbrite and get your tickets. When is that again? Uh, April 22nd in Atlanta at Pullman Yards. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Tez, again. And when we come back, Elliot Connie will be joining us. He has a new book, uh, The Solution Focus Brief therapy. Yes. Brief therapy. He's one of the most culturally competent psychotherapists you're going to ever meet, man. And we're going to chop it up with him when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Because I think we're told you respect your parents no matter what. They can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. But I think that I don't agree with that. Yeah, well, I 100% was raised that way. Like, you respect your parents doesn't matter what you do. But I was in such a bad place. I was like, I'm pretty sure that I'm not supposed to die behind that rule. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to suicide out of here just because I'm not supposed to talk back to my father. So I got back. I got to a place where it was like, I got to set this boundary or else. I wonder if it's it's the term rules for mm-hmm. an adult. You know what I mean? Because as an adult, as an, you know, you set the rules. So now when your child, because you, no matter how old you are, you still he still looks at you, I'm sure, as, as his child, growing sure. or not, is, is the setting of rules. Uh, I think that's an interesting point. Like if I said something other than rules, but I think to your point, but if you if you look at your child, you wouldn't take any word, boundary, rule, request, it wouldn't really matter. Like I was raised in that, you know, 1980s, 1990s, where a black child is to be seen and not heard mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. I don't, I don't think it would have mattered. But I, and I also agree with you i think part of the issue in today's world is not respecting authority mm-hmm. i'm talking about not respecting abusers i'm talking Correct. about not allowing abusers to have free reign to your life mm-hmm. i do think we have to learn to respect authority i think there's a lot of reasons contributing to why kids don't do that you you, you told me the other day that you feel like kids should disrespect their parents I think parents should expect. In the context of our conversation, give me. Go ahead, Ellie. Let me, let me, Jason. Let me let me put that in context. My mother would say, "Ellie, go do the dishes," and I would be like, "Why didn't you ask one of them?" And that would get me popped. You know, that, that would get you. Looked That's usually popping. I told you so. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But if you're teaching your child to be confident, to be strong, to value their voice, they should ask those kinds of questions, and it allows you to parent them. But we shouldn't translate that as disrespect. They're 
just practicing. That's not disrespect. They're like, practicing their voice. But that was in our era. Bro, in the 1900s, yeah, that was, that was disrespect yeah, yeah. I would never yeah. think to talk back. I would never even think to talk to my parents the way my kids talk to me. As Ellie said, it's not disrespect. It's just them being like asking valid questions. I don't agree <laughs> with you with that, Ellie, because is and this is going to sound crazy. All right, right, here we go. I got six kids. So if I tell one of my kids to do something, yep. I expect it to be done. I'm yep. not going to do it with something that's going to be detrimental to their health, something that's going to hurt them. It's part of what everybody needs to do to be in this household. I agree with you. Meaning if, if dad's chores or, or dad's way is to make the money, pay the bills, do this, that, and the other, and I ask you to shovel the snow, don't ask me why. Don't say, well, why didn't you ask this 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 you know sibling? Why didn't you ask this one? No, because I asked you to do it. But you could explain it to them just the way you explained it just but now. Envy, envy, listen, you I shouldn't have to. Is this a rule that applies to everything? Because it's one thing if a kid says, hey, you know, I want to try some fentanyl. Well, no, don't do fentanyl. Let me explain to you why. <laughs> so you invite them to a conversation about it versus I expect these things to be done as your parent. So go do them. Yes, I mean, because when you start inviting the kid into, I mean, I don't have kids clearly yet, but when you have this perceived negotiation of what you expect as a parent that you invite them into a different type of relationship for sure and and not all things are negotiations I just think we need to have more conversations if my child said I want to try fentanyl it is perfectly okay to say no and let me sit you down and we're going to converse as to why like conversation is powerful look at what you guys have done with conversation so I've ended my relationship with my father a few years ago I it, it very intentionally very you know I told him it's over when you say you still because I want to go back to you saying that you still want or desire to have that relationship People always try to guilt me and they're like, that's your dad. You need your dad and he going to die soon. You got to have that relationship. I feel like people should have the permission to leave a relationship forever if they choose to and still be at peace. Because do you, do you feel like people have guilted you into believing yes, yeah, yeah. that you need to have closure? Because you can have closure without having the relationship, right? Yeah, Jason, it's, it's a funny thing you say. So the situation I was, I was in and am in with my father you talk about people trying to guilt you. I went and got a whole master's degree in family therapy. My teachers would talk to me about, they talked to a whole class. What's your relationship like your dad? And then I'd say, my situation, oh, you need to call him. You don't know. Like, people telling me that I need to subject myself to abuse aren't listening. Mm. So when I tell you now, like, I pray every day, and it's true. I pray every day for healing to happen and for me to have a relationship with this man. Because that's my dad, and I love him to this day, and I feel like I have this gift of forgiveness that I'd like to give him that he is not willing to accept. Because he's, he's got to do these things in order to accept it. However, do I have peace? Of course I do. Because I've given myself this thing. And anybody can come into my life as long as you give me emotional and physical safety. Because I can sort out everything else. Maybe I, maybe I don't understand because I don't I don't have the type of relationship you guys have with your dad. But I, but I, I kind of feel like what you said. Because Charlemagne and I always talk about it. Like our parents didn't have, they didn't know, right? There was no instruction manual. They did True. the best that they could at that time. Especially during that time. Especially, you know, the grandparents and great-grandparents into slavery. So, you know, my dad was growing up when, you know, he couldn't use a certain bathroom because he was black. So, I get it. But you never feel that way. Like, I at least want to try to menace and have a conversation before my dad dies. Like When that- my mother died, right before my mother died, literally in the hospital, she said, I did the best that I could. And she was a bad mom. I mean, in, in, when she got sick and all that with drugs and all that. And I felt giving her peace by accepting that as her apology and saying, I, mm-hmm. I, I accept your apology. It's good. I forgave her. And then she passed away. Yeah, I understood in that moment when she said, I did the best that I could was you basically did the best that you could with the limitations of health and drugs and all that. But 
at some point there also has to be accountability and I feel like we're taught you know no matter what your parents do they can bring you in this world take you out right. you know, do what I say do what I do like at some point you have to be accountable alright we got more with Elliot Connie when we come back don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning DJ NV Charlemagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club we have Jason Lee our co-host here we're still kicking it with Elliot Connie he has a new book out and of course he's a therapist Charlemagne you know what I want you to talk about Um, you know you, you've, you've created something called the Solution Focused Brief Therapy. Can you break that down? What is that? Yeah, man. Solution Focused Brief Therapy, it's a type of therapy that I could best describe as outcome driven as opposed to problem driven. I think I think we associate most therapies with solving problems. Like I got this problem, depression, anxiety, alcoholism, whatever, and I go to a psychotherapist going to want to solve that problem. And that never resonated with me when I was in graduate school. And what solution focused brief therapy is is more like regardless of the problem, what are you trying to evolve into? What are you trying to grow into and who are you trying to become? And let's figure out ways to create that because when you create that, that's inherently going to to solve or adjust your experience with the problem. How do, how do we do that in a world where everybody's afraid of being canceled and everybody that's canceling people act like they don't have problems? That's right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you talk about Twitter or, or whatever 10 years ago. I said the craziest things when I found Twitter, but now you'll be held accountable for it. So how do you help people like resonate in a world where their cancel culture is a real fear that they may have? You know, Jason, it's funny. So I started my career as a psychotherapist. I'm now working on TV projects and all these other things. And almost every entertainer I talk to talks to me about cancel culture. And it's hard for me to explain, but cancel culture in a lot of ways is irrelevant. Because like Jason, for example, is a dope dude. I mess with you. I like Jason. So if you are your authentic self, cancel culture doesn't really exist unless you break, like not just for being out there, but you could break some significant rules that all of us will say we're not okay with that as a world. And I think I'm okay with that, actually. But like, if you're just being your authentic self, there are some people that are say, I can't, I can't do that. But there's some people that are going to connect with it. And you just have mm -hmm. to be yourself so the people you connect with vibe with you. But how, do we, but how do we get the world on therapy? You invite therapists up to the breakfast club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, you, this is what I said earlier when we were talking about parenting is conversation is powerful. Mm -hmm. And invite people into the conversation with all of your massive platform. And that's exactly what you do. That's how we change the world. I was so, going to ask, you think everybody needs therapy? No, I don't think everybody needs therapy, but I will say, Jason, if I can use you as an example, Jason having a trauma and appearing as if he's had a trauma prove his mental health. For example, if you have a physical illness in your body, and you sneeze and cough, that is evidence that your body is healthy because it's responding to the germs within it. It would be weird if Jason got shot, observed a murder, and all the other things that have happened, if he's just running through life. I'm an accountant working in my cubicle. Like, that'd be weird. So the fact that Jason was doing things evidence of his trauma, it triggers him to say, man, you need to go deal with that. And I think a lot of people have dealt with things, and we think that it's weakness, but it's actually evidence of your mental health, that you went through something and you were emotionally sneezing. Like, you went through something you're emotionally coughing and we need to be able to have the conversation and say here's how we deal with emotional sneezes and emotional coughs does every, everything that we, we deal with do we have to deal with though and, and meaning not have to deal with as a, as in speaking question. to somebody but you know let's say you know jason you know seen somebody get shot and he dealt with it his own way he was able to think about it talk about it he's never going to forget it it doesn't traumatize him but he goes through it in his own way does he necessarily have to speak with somebody that's a great question. so i'm going to answer that question in two parts mm-hmm when I say deal with, I don't mean talk about that issue. Mm -hmm. Like one of the beautiful things about solution-focused brief therapy is I wouldn't require Jason. All right, let's 
therapists use these words that I, to me, they're trigger words. Like, let's unpack that. Like, no, I don't want to <laughs> unpack that. I don't want to talk to you about the shooting or, or whatever. Now, can we talk about other things and get you to healing? Of course. Can you do it on your own? It's harder to do on your own. In a, in a very similar way that um, personal training. Anybody here ever hired a personal trainer? Absolutely. Of course. A therapist needs to make you uncomfortable. And it's hard for you to make yourself that uncomfortable in the same way that a personal trainer makes you uncomfortable. That's right. And more uncomfortable than you would. Like, can you be effective if you go to gym on your own? Sure. But a personal trainer is going to push you a little bit further than you would have pushed yourself on that day. And you will have to be a bit more uncomfortable to deal with the things a personal trainer asks you to do. You get mad at your personal trainer. Facts. Yeah. You should be angry at right. your therapist at the time. I can't believe you asked me that. I can't believe you said that. I can't believe I'm in this space. And you wouldn't have gone there on your own. So can you work it on your own? Of course. Mm -hmm. But there's something about the uncomfortable nature that a therapist can produce by asking the kind of questions that way. Well, solution for therapy is a very question-oriented way of doing things. And it's hard to be that uncomfortable if you're just doing it. And a lot of times, I think a lot, well, I think a lot of people know what they're supposed to do. Yes. But necessarily don't want to do that. Correct. Does that mean that they need therapy? Because they know what they're supposed to do. But they don't necessarily want to. Do we though? Well, but it, hold on. Well, to, but to Envy's point, let me think of an example, Envy. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm a vengeful <laughs> Hands down, straight up. There's people that have done things to me that I need my clap back. I need my revenge. That's I love just that, actually. I'm the same way, I'm man. The I love same that. Way. It's, it's just I'm, I'm petty enough that I it, And if you mess with me, I'm cool. But if you mess with my family, I need that revenge. And I know I shouldn't feel like that. And I know Charlemagne would be like, oh, you need to heal because this, that, and the other. But that's good. And I understand that. I know that as a person. Right. But I need my lick back. And, and I'm not happy until I get that lick back when you mess with Gear, Madison, Logan, London, Brooklyn, Jackson, and Peyton. I need my lick back for I that. I think he was like that before all of them came in the picture, bro. But yeah, okay. do. <laughs> Let me use... I've known you for a while. And you taught me up the ledge a couple of times, yeah. but sometimes when it comes to them, I know what I'm supposed to do, and, is there and I know what a therapist is going to tell me to wait, do. Wait, but is there anything wrong with that, though? So I'm... I'm I, you, I don't personally see anything wrong with that. I'm going to tell you... I'm going to give you my therapist answer. I'm going to put on my therapist hat answer. Go. No, there is nothing wrong with being vengeful, petty, getting my lick back, clack back. I'm, I'm that way, too. That actually. is Rashawn. That is me. In That's your shadow way. side, too, though, right? Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that inherently as a trait. Mm -hmm. Here's where we might need therapy. Like, if you just came from to me for therapy, you're like, hey, I do these things. Does it cause your life any particular harm? No. Then why would you change it? But oftentimes there's a secondary consequence that we pay for our choices, and we need to not have that secondary consequence. Now, I don't search for it. Like, I'm not, it's not on my mind every day. But if it comes around, I remember and I make sure I, it's going to happen. Let me get out of trigger. Let me give you an example. Like, I don't know your wife, mm -hmm. but let's say your wife is anxious. I got a very close friend. His wife is super anxious. Mm -hmm. So let's say you had an altercation with somebody like, I need to get this person back. They have threatened the people. Correct. Like, I got to get this person back. If you were to do that, my if you were married to my friend's wife, she'd be so anxious. She wouldn't sleep for a month because she'd be so afraid that they're going to attack back. And at that point, you have to protect her from you at that moment because she's not sleeping because you. You've done something that is now making her available to anxiety. Okay. And now I would say, Envy, like, is it a problem being vengeful? No. But you decided to marry this person who's paying a consequence because you sought revenge. And now it's something that has to be solved. Seek yeah, out no, vengeance. No, I, understand I don't that. believe that at all. I understand all. it. But also, like, let's say, Elliot, let's say you said something about my family or whatever it may be. Let's let it go, right? I know what it is and I know I'm going to run into you. I know we're going to see something. And not physically, right? But then I see online that your house is about to go in foreclosure. <laughs> 
Okay. This, this really happened, by the way. Okay, okay. This isn't I'm going to try to buy that house. This isn't hypothetical. I'm going to bulldoze it, and then I'm going to give it to the Goodwill. This really, this really happened. Really? Hands down, this absolutely. That's the t- that's the time I'm on. I wasn't looking for it, no. but if it lands in my plate... He was plate, looking for it. He was looking at the list. If it lands... He was looking for it. If it lands in my lap, I am going to buy it. <laughs> I am going to bulldoze it, put your name on the bulldozer, and then give it to the Goodwill. That's so all you need I therapy, get, bro. I get no. my revenge, <laughs> and then I don't to charity. No. I love it. Nobody J- got hurt. Jason no. Lee. Nobody got hurt. But Envy, I actually have zero. His name is Envy. I envy <laughs> that level of pettiness. I actually have no problem with that, and I envy that level of pettiness. However... I was looking for it. It just fell in my lap. However, if you were... Now, again, I don't know anything about your wife, but if you were married to a wife that knows you did that, <laughs> she's like, now nah, they're going to buy... Our house. They're going to bulldoze our... Now you've stressed her out, and you have to think about your choices in the way. And now you might be bar- married to somebody else that's, you know, I'm gonna help you drive the bulldozer. So I don't right. think inherently because of the trait you need therapy. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more with Elliot Connie. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. 
We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Jason Lee, our co-host here. We're still kicking it with Elliot Connie. He has a new book out, and of course, he's a therapist. Charlemagne, we always have these conversations about culturally competent therapists, and one of the reasons I like talking to you is because I don't have to explain a Twitter beef. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't have to explain what somebody said about me on a blog or YouTube. You. You see it, you know it already. Like yes. you know, other therapists I've had, you've had to explain that to them. That takes a lot of time out of out of a session. Yeah, <laughs> I. But that's that goes back to representation. I hope all of you guys take that very, very, especially you. Like there are people watching you that you're never gonna meet, never gonna see, and 20 years from now they're still alive. Like mm. l- forget they may be walking in your footsteps and have their own media company, but they're still alive because representation matters. And there's a frustration. I was talking to somebody about this this weekend. There's a frustration associated with being black because we have to explain things to people. And I was, I was talking with somebody the other day, This, and I was furious. I'm tired of explaining this. But I was talking to this person about racial trauma. And this is a, this is a clinician. This is a professional clinician at a professional clinician event. And somebody gave a lecture about racial trauma. And this person came up to me and said, what do you think of the lecture? I said, I thought it was, I thought it was good. That person explained a lot of things Mm -hmm. that y'all need to hear. And she said, well, I liked it too, but I was really frustrated um, because he said that black people and particularly men experience trauma every day. That can't be true. I said, it's absolutely true. Damn. I don't know a black person, particularly black men that don't experience trauma every day. Mm. And she said, how could that be? I said, let me explain it to you. If I locked you in your bedroom and I took the most venomous snake and I threw it in the bedroom with you and I locked that door and I close it, I want you out for a week. You didn't just experience trauma on the day you got bit. You experienced trauma every second of every day because you knew there was a venomous snake around. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, I get it now. Well, I'm tired of explaining that to y'all. That's right. I don't want to explain blackness Mm -hmm. 24 hours of my day. I don't want to explain to everybody 
what we mean there's a context for living this life that you and i just get and i think we need more black therapists somebody said to me why do i think black people in particular men don't go to therapy and they said it's because black men does and such so don't do that don't say we don't go to therapy for some sort of flaw on us we don't go to therapy for two very basic reasons number one therapy was not built for us Number two, it is not currently being done by us. So we need more therapists doing this so that we fit into it. A lot of people go to therapists and, and the first time they go, they don't have a, a favorable time. Back. And they feel There's like because research of, about that. Yeah, research and, about and they it. feel like because of that, they don't want to go back. I just want to talk about that. People who are looking for therapists, because sometimes you, you find the wrong person. It's not the right fit. And people are scared to, you know, to, to go back. Right. I tell people all the time, like you don't go to, you know, a restaurant and have a bad experience and then just boycott food. Right. You, you don't do that. <laughs> right. you, you find another restaurant. Right. right. And I think it, I think we need to recognize therapy is the same. If I go to see a therapist and it doesn't work, it doesn't mean therapy didn't work. It just means that particular therapist didn't work. And we need to be just as variant in our attempts to find a good therapist as we are in our attempts to find good food. I, I, I want to ask, too, like, you know, we, we've seen so many people discussing mental health nowadays. Number one, do you think it has been a rise of black people going to therapy? And, and, and what do you think folks still get wrong about mental health? Um, so to answer the first question, yeah, I think we do have more black people going to therapy. It's the, it's the Tiger Woods effect, right? Like mm -hmm. we're all old enough to remember when Tiger Woods took over golf, black people started going to play golf. Right. And they weren't Absolutely. playing golf before that. Uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams, similar thing. Like young black girls go to tennis courts to play tennis because representation matters. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you guys probably more than any other platform in the world platforms talk about black mental health more black people are going to therapy mm -hmm. because they heard charlemagne suggested so and like they they heard it so now they're like man maybe i can go do this and it's the exact same thing that happened in tennis it's the exact same thing that happens in golf and what i think we get wrong more than anything else is we think the therapist is supposed to solve our problems mm. and that's actually not true like life is a turbulent flight the therapist is supposed to make you a better pilot I just got one last question. I know, I know uh, we're wrapping up. Charlemagne always talks about being anxious and, and people always talk about anxiety. But I, I don't look at anxiety as a bad thing. It's how you control it, right? I have six kids. Charlemagne has four. When they go out until, even to this day, when I go out as a grown-ass man, my mom and dad still uh, ang have anxiety about me going out because they're scared, right? Yes, but yes. they're not scared to a point where they're, you know, listening. Something on, could happen. Right. right. But, but it's not to the point where they're calling me at six in the morning. Oh, yeah. Are you done? Or, but... They're anxious. Same thing with my kids. That's never going to change. No, that's healthy anxious. Though. Okay. Like anxiety is like everything else. There's a degree of healthiness to it. And then some people go way beyond the spectrum to where, and, and think about it in this term, when something is interrupting your ability to live a normal daily life, that's when it becomes a problem. So that anxiety, like my daughter's at NYU, she just called me, told me she's going to a party. I'm going to have a hard time relaxing tonight because I'm, something could happen. Like that's, that's normal. Mm -hmm. But if you have anxiety where like my daughter's at NYU and I can't eat, I can't sleep, Correct. like that's that's the problem. And I think we have to learn how to manage that and learn how to manage it. Because when people hear anxiety, they automatically think negative, right? Correct. They always think bad. They no, but think... there is healthy anxiety. Like you Correct. love that daughter or all your children, that daughter specifically because we're talking about I think I love more, yeah. <laughs> you don't want anything bad to happen to her. So when she tells you, I've done this thing that puts me at risk, even mild risk, I'm going to be worried about that. The only things that will happen are things that God intended for you to experience. And so you, you can't have faith and anxiety. Because anxiety is fear-based. So if I believe very strongly that like, like God's got me, that means if I'm going through something hard, I'm going through that hard thing for a reason. 
So there's no reason to, I just have to trust everything. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I would say. I would end by saying, like, if you can figure out a way to trust every experience, you're going through all of these things for a reason and be grateful for everything, like everything. You are untouchable emotionally. Like you are just an indestructible force when you're just grateful for everything not just grateful for the good things not just grateful for the profound things but i mean like grateful for all of it Mm -hmm. life is different what if i can only get there through medication oh you can get there through conversation conversation is far more powerful than medication okay promise what if i can only get there by being petty (laughs) as we've already established petty this is okay (laughs) ladies and gentlemen elliot Connie, man make sure you go get a book the solution focus brief that's right he's got four books man the art of solution focus therapy solution building and couples therapy the solution focus marriage and solution focus brief therapy can i say something about the new book there's something i want to say about the new book the book is called the solution focus brief therapy diamond and and a lot of people out there like if you're a clinician get the book it's going to teach you how to do solution focus brief therapy like no other book will do but what is more important to me if you're not a clinician and therapy is hard like my colleague and i wrote this book so you could get therapy from this book adam froer adam froer dr adam froer so if you're out there and you're thinking like i want therapy but i like i got how am i gonna get kids coverage and how am i gonna get to there whatever you can have your life change through conversation sometimes that conversation is through a book so this book isn't just for professionals it's for people who want to be inspired and an inspired person can do anything and if you're not a clinician the book sounds clinical but i promise you if you read this book you'll be inspired to change your life all right well elliot connie ladies and gentlemen we Tell appreciate you, you joining us man. man yeah how can they find you you can find me on social media at elliot speaks on instagram twitter facebook elliot spelled two l's two t's and um you can go to my website elliotconnie.com and that's where you can find all my stuff all right well it's the breakfast club elliot connie ladies and gentlemen morning everybody it's dj nv charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club jason lee our co-host is here and let's get to the rumors. Let's go. I've mastered the tea thing. The only place I wanted to come and talk to you about was here because I really feel like everybody in the culture pays attention to y'all. But I knew I could talk my shit. Talk, talk to me. This is the rumor report on The Breakfast Club. What you want to know? Listen, one of the best R&B artists in the world dropped a new song yesterday. And I'm talking about Tyrese. He posted a snippet of his new remix to his song, I Don't Think You Ever Loved Me. And I think it was addressed to Charlemagne. Uh, the remix, Damn it, man. <laughs> the remix features Two Chains and Jeezy. And instead of talking about the song in, in the caption, uh, he decided to talk about you, Charlemagne. Did you see it? Uh, I did see that actually. He said, and, and for everybody out there, these, this is Tyrese's words. He said, um, "I sent my remix to Charlemagne, and he texts back that nobody cares." That's facts. The link is in the bio. Um, and then he said, I see the ex darky still losing sleep over me because I'm still my original complexion. Because you darky? Definitely not losing no sleep. And first of all, I didn't say nobody cares. Yes, you did. I said, we don't care. Uh, we, yeah, being me, myself, and I, okay, I don't care. Why are you so hard on him? He just sent you his record. Uh, look, in this business, if you can't be used, you're useless. We know this. But Tyrese is the person who only, who only reaches out when he wants something. I like that. Or if you can't something. be used, you're useless. You're useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we know that in this business, right? Mm-hmm. But he's a person who only reaches out when he wants something. He never reaches mm-hmm. out to say, yo, what's up, man? How are you? Hi, it's always, 
me, 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 me. And he sent me that song like two or three times. Wait, I'm like, yo, I, we don't care. Wait, when he texts you that and you said, I'm going to text him back, I thought you were, I thought y'all were like homies playing. Oh, no. You were really serious that you don't care. No. Oh, no, no. They go back and forth. There was a group text with me, him, and Tyrese, and it gets nasty. Wow. And I put, we don't care. And then he replied back, light skin behavior. <laughs> Listen, I was saying, I was saying, uh, I was, <laughs> Jesus, I was saying outside the room. Last time I saw Tyrese, he was at the um, Clive Davis party, and he was walking out with Kim Burrell. You know, Kim Burrell, she's had a lot to say about the gays, and so later when he said that she had pneumonia and that he wanted us to pray for her, I was like, I wanted to text him and say my gay prayers. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> gay prayers work too. Prayers, prayer. <laughs> nah, I left that one alone. God bless her. Listen, um, Chloe Bailey. Are y'all not gonna play a clip of his record? Who record? <laughs> you know what? Yellow foul. Go ahead. Let's keep Who going. When he, he, oh, he did say, though. Uh, he said, hey, homie. This one you know is about to get real. He said, hey, homie, what you cannot do is disrespect one of the only real R&B singers that doesn't need auto-tune that is still out here giving us real R&B music and real lyrics. Who said that? Tyrese. To no, you? Tyrese ain't say that. He said that to you. No. Oh, Before. sorry. Oh, sorry. It was a <laughs> Mr. Financial Advisor on social media said that. Okay. Sorry. We ain't taking your advice. All right. Well, anyway, moving on. Halle, ba Halle Berry and Chloe Bailey are in the news. Now, Chloe Bailey's sexy and swarm, I guess, has kicked off a conversation about colorism. And this is uh, a topic that I hate talking about because this was created by white supremacy, but whatever. Social media started giving their opinions on Chloe Bailey's opening sex scene in the Donald Glover show, Swarm. And people are criticizing her for her choice to accept the role. And one person said that, uh, where is the Chloe Bailey mentor, please? She's been making terrible decisions lately. She should have never done that sex scene in Swarm. And I'm not even going to go into her most recent collaboration. Now, people are saying... Why can't she do a sex scene in a movie? Well, people are comparing it to Halle Berry, Halle Berry saying that she could have she could get an Oscar because Halle Berry got one from the movie uh, Monster, Ball. Monster Ball. And people are saying the only reason why she got that is because she's light-skinned. I'm so confused. I'm lost. This is ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> I, did so see, I did see the scene. I will say I love Chloe and I love the fact that she's doing whatever she wants to do mm -hmm. and it's her body, her choice. But uh, I couldn't stop thinking about Lori Harvey in that scene for some reason. Why? Because she was getting humped on by her man. It's a movie. It's acting. That was kind of sponsored by Pornhub.com. I remember uh, I had a conversation with Megan Good last year on my uh, late night talk show, Hell of a Week, and she was talking about how she got to be cautious of the role she chooses now because nowadays people can't um, determine reality from mm. acting. And I thought that was so strange. But Isn't now I'm starting to see it play out. She's an actress. Yeah. I, I don't see a problem with it. I don't perfect. see a problem either. But even what you just said about uh, you can't Laurie think of with Laurie Harvey, I wouldn't be thinking that. I'd be like, this is a movie. Well, and then you can't... I mean, her sister is a mermaid. I mean, I don't know where it would go. At the end of the day, acting. <laughs> she's a, it's acting. She's a Disney star. No, I don't I don't know. It is acting. It should be escapism. But people yes. want to... Look at Colorism is not our issue, but it's become our problem. I don't know. It's it's. This is a crazy conversation. I don't even know what the skin color got to do with any of that. I was confused. Then they said Halle Berry, Halle Berry getting back shots, bro, got her an Oscar. I think... I mean, was that why she got the Oscar? I mean, I didn't personally care for Monster Ball. I don't think anybody personally cared for Monster yeah, Ball. Yeah, I didn't care for Monster Ball. Mm -mm. Well, that's it. That's I don't it even know why report? we're talking about it. I mean, yeah, that's the rumor report. Okay. What is Swarm on? TV. <laughs> Y'all not going to play Tyree's record? Man, shut up, man. For <laughs> real. Tyree's got a record for real? Yes. Oh, okay. Yesterday, Tyree's posted this one got to go thing. He put the Wayans Brothers. He put Jamie Foxx. He put Martin. Living mm -hmm. Single. But then the second swipe was his song. 
That was too easy. I didn't say nothing because I'm not petty. Right. But But, that was very easy. But you read the comments? I know. I started to (laughs) die. I'm like, how is nobody (laughs) posting your song? This this one one got to go. In all fairness, Tyrese is an amazing artist. He is. I mean, that that, that last album he had was Fire. Shame was one of my favorite songs. I didn't know y'all had beef like that. We don't have have beef. I don't have beef beef with nobody. We say, I'm trying to get Charlemagne to play your record. That'd be funny. He might get on live and just start going at you. I'm not DJ. Envy's the DJ. And by the way, you owe Tyrese. Tyrese saved your life. Did he? He didn't save my life. He saved your marriage. He did save. He helped save my marriage. Which was, sounds wild. It does sound wild. <laughs> Wait, really? That sounds yeah. wild. How? See, that man has actually done something for you. Wait, well, yeah. what is, what he's did he never do? done anything I, for me. I've done a zillion things for Tyrese. I love Tyrese. Hmm? What did he do? We can't talk about it now, right? I'll talk, no. We'll talk about it when we come back. Okay, cool. Now nah, he did, though. Absolutely, positively. Tyrese saved your marriage. That's wild. That is wild. That's nothing I want to tell my kids. Are we gonna nah. play? The, are we going to play the record on the way out? No. no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can we edit it where it's just two chains and Jeezy verses? Yo, come on, man. Can we just order several <laughs> copies and bulldoze it? Yo, come on, man. We go, I'm going to play Tyree's record in the yo, mix now. I'm not going to let y'all do yo, that to me. Yo, no, yo, no, I'm not going to let you do that. No, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do that. Nope, nope. Man, that'll be so funny. He's going to go at you for about an hour on live today. He's going to call you all types of names. He's going to call me a beige bitch. He's going to call you darky. He's going to go back and forth with us. He better not hang with Kim Braille. You better not say no gay jokes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who are you giving your donkey to, man? Oh, man. Four after the hour. Uh, somebody that's Capital Riot White. Okay, his name is Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. For real, we're going to do that. We're going to edit. No, we not. The new Tyrese no, right to where it's just Jeezy and 2 Chainz verses. He can't do that. Man, that'll be so amazing. No, it wouldn't. Come on, man. Just stop it. Time. No, man. One All right, one time, one time. No, no, I ain't messing with you, man. <laughs> did we just have a segment with the psychotherapist? Yes. <sighs> ain't working. We did. That ain't, that ain't me being petty. That's just funny. That's just pure comedy. <laughs> I'm going to show you. If I got the group chat, I'm going to show you the group chat with us in it. Donkey the Day is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. White. The Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, March 21st, goes to a man named Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. Uh, Who is Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr.? Well, he's a human jar of helmets. Okay, the type of person that gets excited when Donald Trump calls for a protest. The type of human who stands back and stands by when Trump tells him to and waits for a command to take back his country. I'm not making this up. Okay, I'm not assuming things, all right, because he was arrested and pled guilty back in 2021 to make to making interstate threats, which is a felony. And he was sentenced to serve more than two years in prison and three years probation probation after being arrested a day after the Capitol riots because he threatened to shoot former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Yes, he was arrested after his own mama 
His mother, the womb from which he came, called the FBI concerned about a text he sent to an uncle saying, thinking about heading over to Pelosi's speech and putting a bullet in her noggin on live TV. <gasps> he also made a similar threat uh, to the mayor of uh, D.C. Now, here's the thing about those kind of threats. He didn't just text it. You know, he got in his vehicle, probably a pickup truck, and headed to D.C. for the insurrection that happened on January 6th. But he was delayed because of car trouble. And he arrived on the evening of January 6th after the riots were over. Now, when this man got arrested in a Washington, D.C. hotel room, listen to what was seized from him in his arrest. An assault rifle, a semi-automatic handgun, and more than 2,500 rounds of ammunition, including armor-piercing rounds. And now... Cleveland wants his stuff back. Okay, he doesn't just want his stuff back. He wants his stuff back for a specific reason. Uh, he's done his time, and he wants his ammunition and his artillery back. Uh, the mayonnaise is so heavy on this one. Let's go to 11 Alive for the report, please. A Georgia man who served time for his part in the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol now wants his guns and ammunition returned. Cleveland Meredith Jr. was arrested soon after the insurrection. Agents found he drove hundreds of miles to D.C. and brought 2,500 rounds of ammunition and two guns with him. Meredith was released from prison in December. In filings obtained by 11 Alive, we have learned that he is now asking the court to release the firearms and ammo seized during his arrest back to his attorney so they can be sold. Come on, man. Now, I'm not mad at anyone who knows the law and uses the law to their advantage because the motion cites the 2015 U.S. Supreme Court case that in cases where a defendant was banned from owning guns, uh, judges may allow the transfer of seized firearms to a third party as long as the judge is convinced the defendant will not have access to them. And in this case, the motion will call for his lawyer, Tyler Dixon, to sell the firearms to a buyer unknown to Meredith. That's the law. Okay, I'm not mad at it at all. But the reason Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. is getting donkey at a day is because, yes, he served his prison time. But can you imagine threatening to kill an elected official, threatening to shoot them, getting caught with guns, sent to prison, and then coming home and asking for your potential murder weapons back so you can sell them and make money? Imagine, if you will, a uh, big Meech from BMF, right? Coming mm -hmm. home from prison and asking uh, law enforcement to give his lawyer the $21 million worth of assets they seized, including the cash, the jewelry, the 13 homes between Detroit, Georgia, and LA, the three dozen vehicles. Hey, give my lawyers that so I can sell them. So I can sell them to make some money. The absurdity, right? Do you think they would laugh Big Meech out the courtroom? You think they would laugh Big Meech lawyer out the courtroom? Only in America could you threaten to kill someone. Literally say, I want to shoot her in the head, get caught with guns after traveling where you are to where the person is, get caught with the weapons you threaten the person with, and then there is a law that allows you to possibly get said weapons back, and you want those weapons back so you can sell them. Why do you want to sell them? Because you need the money. You just got out of prison, trying to get back on your feet. But if I'm the judge, I'm going to say, get back on your feet. How about you get back in this cell? Okay, I'm locking you back up. You need to go back in this cell and sit here until you learn the error of your ways because you don't think you did anything wrong. If you thought you actually did something wrong, you wouldn't want to go near any guns, but in particular, the weapons that essentially got you locked up. But in America, mm -mm -mm, the caucasity rules everything around me because let's be clear, only a human that's Capitol Riot White is getting two years for all those guns and ammo in the first place. <laughs> And a threat to an elected official, a non-white would just be happy to be home. A non-white would only, only, okay, uh, I don't know what a non-white would do in a situation like this, because he wouldn't have the option. He'd still be in prison, okay? Only a member of Vanilla ISIS would feel privileged enough to say, run me my weapons back so I can make some money.
Some donkey today is just sell themselves. Please give uh, Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. the biggest hee-haw. I'm tripping. Chelsea, give, let Chelsea Handler give him the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too much Dan mayonnaise. Oh, man. Oh, Kathy Griffin just hit me. She she got something to say, too. Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. Oh, okay. I want man Chris Rock feel about this situation. Oh, oh, my girl on shift yet? She she clocked in yet? Oh, okay, okay. Anybody else? <laughs> I think that's all we got. That's a, okay. All right. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now, Elliot Connie was joining us uh, last hour. And One during, of the most culturally competent psychotherapists you ever going to meet in your life. And during that conversation, uh, we were talking about uh, get back, like getting your licks back. We have, we have a piece of that combo? I'll give you a perfect example. I'm a vengeful <laughs> Hands down, straight up. There's people that have done things to me that I need my clap back. I need my revenge. That's I love just that, actually. I'm the same way, I'm man. The I'm the same like that. Way. It's just I'm, I'm petty enough and, that and I can. And if you mess with me, I'm cool. But if you mess with my family, I need that revenge. And I know I shouldn't feel like that. And, is there and so I know what a therapist is going to tell me to wait, do. Wait, but is there the anything wrong with that, though? So I'm... I'm I, you, I don't personally see anything wrong with that. I'm going to tell you... I'm going to give you my therapist answer. I'm going to put on my therapist hat answer. Go. No. There is nothing wrong with being vengeful, petty, getting my lick back, clack back. I'm, I'm that way, too. That actually. is Rashawn. That is me. In That's the shadow side, too, though, right? All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What's the pettiest thing you've done to get your lick back? To get revenge? That I is the can, question. I cannot wait to hear this from YouTube page individuals, <laughs> Jason Lee and DJ Envy. I can't wait to hear. I think I know a lot of them, though. You know most of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm trying I actually was thinking about it because I know I've done so many things um, that I can't really think of anything that I <laughs> sought out to be petty for because there's probably been so many one thing I will say recently uh, my, my pettiest get back was that I felt good about and I didn't even have to be messy was when there was a video that went viral mm-hmm. of me going to a party with uh, ASAP and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And then they took it and said that basically I was sneaking in the picture. They they made it they made it look crazy, again, mm-hmm. like the Beyonce thing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say something, but then I thought, you know what? What can you say with the internet? You're never going to beat the internet. So nope. I just left it alone. And then Rihanna gave me the baby photos and I put them out. So that was my get back. It was petty the way I put it out mm-hmm. and the way I you know, threw it in everybody's face that they couldn't get it. But I can't remember... I'm trying to think of things that I've been really, really petty. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back, and we want to hear from you. I've never been petty. 800-585-1051. That's a damn lie. I've never been petty. You, you just tried you to just take did. Tyrese out of his own song. Exactly. I'm going to do that, but that's funny. That's not petty. <laughs> that's, that's petty. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. My family, I'm the type, I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to uh, get a bulldozer, I'm going to knock it over, and then I'm going to give the land to Goodwill. That is me. I'm the type, if you if you uh, park in front of my driveway, I'm going to let all the airs out of your tire. You're going to think it's a flat tire, you're going to go to the place to try to change the flat tire, and you're going to realize it's just air. That is me. I used to have road rage. I used to throw. I used to keep a cup of McDonald's, uh, a McDonald's cup with change in it, just to throw at drivers if they cut me off. That used to be me. I'm a changed guy, though. I'm a changed individual. Mm. That's not me anymore. I'm, I'm calm. I'm cool. Jason, what about you? Full of change at people all day long. This is New York. 
Yeah, we used to keep pennies in a cup just for people that used to wild out. I don't do that anymore. I I'm never a, did none of that. I'm a changed individual. That's but nuts. I couldn't remember times I've been petty because I've so since tried to become a different person. So I called somebody on my team and she gave me a list. You know, one of the things I remember when I started my podcast, I, I wanted to have little mama on and I invited her on and she wanted glam and she wanted a car service and all that. And I was <laughs> like, we ain't got no money for that. So she didn't show up. And we still had a show to produce, so I printed out the photo of her here when you interviewed her, and I taped it on a chair, and I interviewed the chair for 45 minutes. Horrible. <laughs> that's petty. That's, Horrible. That's kind of petty. Yeah. That's kind of petty. Uh, I don't. I, I, I honestly haven't done anything petty. Really? No, I haven't. I, I have learned in life there is nothing I could do or say that will take care of a person uh, who harmed you more than life can. All right, because here's the thing about those kind of people. They are just those kinds of people, and they didn't just do you wrong. They've done a bunch of people wrong, so eventually it all catches up, and I promise you when it comes to that, I'm, I'm undefeated. I let people say whatever. I let people do whatever. I used to be the person who, you know, I can't wait to run back here and talk about you on this microphone, but it's like, now for what? Like, nobody can piss you off without your consent, and I'm not letting nobody piss me off. No, that's old petty. Old petty. I'm not. And, as- I, and I don't even think that stuff is petty. I think when you... When you say something about a person, a person may have said something about you and you respond verbally, that's just a response. That's not going out of your way to try to get get at a person. You know what I mean? I've never I've never used any energy going out of my way to try to hurt somebody. Yeah, well, I, I get that. I, I don't go out of my way either. I do respond, though, and sometimes that is looked at as being petty right mm. like you don't have to respond that's I think true. to your point you, every res, everything doesn't require a response mm-hmm. I'm learning that um, times I still get weak and give it to them it but. just depends where you take it like you know uh, buying somebody's house and wanting to bulldozer that's that's an extreme you know what I mean that takes a lot of energy to exert but now let me a ask lot of thought question. goes into that now a lot of time has to go into that I'm not doing all that now the person that, that I was going to do that to it, what he did was an extreme oh very okay yeah very 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 so very. energy was matched that's but you, but you shouldn't always match energy, though. Why not? You sometimes, know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to. You, you, you got to teach people how to treat you. Sometimes, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you, sometimes you got to punch somebody in the face. I don't know if those people ever learn because it's not about you. Those people that treat you like that treat everybody like that. We take th- those type of things personal, but it's not just us. That's why those people always end up crashing and burning in such a harsh way because it's not just us they do like that. They do everybody like that, so eventually it catches up. I don't even take stuff like that person. That's mm. that person's character. They got to live with that. They got to deal with that. Yeah, just the punch in the face just feels better sometimes. And when I mean the punch in the face, you know what it is? I just I like to to kill people, right? And not kill people in the physical form, but kill them in the fact that they just can't do anything. They yeah. can't eat. They can't pay their bills. Like they are dead to the world. That's how I feel. That's not your place to do though. Life right? does that for people. And I'm actually in a lawsuit right now. Now I just remember that's some petty idea. Somebody was harassing me online, and I told him. Nigga, I'm King Kong of the internet. Don't play with me. You keep doing what you do with everybody else. And he kept doing He released my home address. So what I did was I waited, waited, waited. And I saw this this uh, kid stream saying that he was trying to have sex with him, allegedly. So what I did was I took that clip, called his apartment building, told him I was going to hire people on Craigslist to protest and, and leaflet the community that he was a pedophile. Jesus Christ. I called Twitter. I had his Twitter deleted uh, because he was harassing me on Twitter, releasing my home address. I trademarked his business and owned it, and then I had him removed from the app, and he lost all of his income. 
So he's still me drop, drop a bomb for Jason. That's yeah, a that's, lot, Jason. That's my time. That's what I'm talking about. That's the. But that's, that's my kind no, of that's, petty, the, that's what I'm talking about. That took a lot of time. No, it didn't. And a lot of energy. I feel good for him. My assistant did all the research. We called his. I want to chest bump him right now. Chest bump him. We called the chest bump him. Why can't you just sit down? We called oh. the Baltimore Police Department. We filed charges, and I reached out to the kids' parents too much. as a former uh, child molest survivor and uh, and an advocate to let them know that their son was being. That's uh, a lot. That's no, a not, lot, bro. That's a lot. Jason Lee is the king of the light skin. Now you got morning. me wanting to do something good. I, I heard something play that petty. Play Tyrese's song. I'm gonna do that, Jason. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Song, that's bro. exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna play Tyrese's song to show that I am not petty. And I don't have any ill feelings towards Tyrese at all. We're going to play, at, at the end of this break, we're going to play Tyrese's new record. Wow. Hello, who's this? Featuring 2 Chains and Jeezy. It's Carrie. Hey, Carrie, good morning. Have you done something petty? What's the pettiest thing you've done to get your lick back? And that's why I'm calling. I'm hoping you and Charlemagne could give me petty lessons. People done some nasty things to me, and I'm always nice, like wait, a big dummy. Wait a minute, now you sound Caribbean. Where you from? Jamaica. Come, come on now. You know what to do. Go get that goddamn chicken bone and get you a little piece of that person's hair. <laughs> you know what to do. No. You know what to no. do. I can't listen. We can't do it. I can't, Charlamagne. I have one lady. I feel sorry for her. Let her rent my house. She destroyed my house. Leave rats and roaches in other house. Lord of mercy. She stole my plants, stole my furniture. And I need revenge, but I just... I can't do it. I can't believe we sitting there having this conversation as if black magic don't exist. <laughs> Yo, <you> stupid, <laughs> as if voodoo is hard to do. Jay. <laughs> Hello? Yo. Yo good morning. The, good morning. What's good morning. Word? What's up, man? What's the pettiest thing you've done to somebody? Uh, hey, this is Jay Cotton. I'm from the city. Detroit. Okay. All right. So I'm working for the city and uh, I was a lifeguard or whatever. And um, I got wrote up for a no call, no show. So... And I called off. I had somebody, you know, I called off or whatever, and they, they didn't believe me for whatever reason. So they, they gave me, like, three days, suspended me or whatever. So I uh I took the boss uh, chest stick uh-huh. and, uh, you know, hit my gooch, hit my underarm. <laughs> listen, I'm like, listen, y'all did me dirty. Dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, listen, if I, would, if I wouldn't have called off, I could see that. But I really called off. And y'all still wrote me up and gave me three days off? No, oh, somebody got to pay for this. It'd be wild if you had crabs, though. If you had crabs, that would just, like, totally deliver. I got another story about that, but that's... that's that was, <laughs> what, no, f- what, what what flavor gooch, though? Because the gooch can change flavors what? depending on what time of day it is. I just, I just finished hooping. Oh, my oh, God. I'm so confused. Yeah. Salt and vinegar yeah. gooch. Yeah. Goodbye, sir. I'm so Salt confused. and vinegar <laughs> gooch is nuts. Goodbye, sir. Whoa. Wow. What? Whoa. Wow. 800-585-1051. What's the pettiest thing you did to get your lick back? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Get your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, uh, we're talking. Uh, we have our co-host Jason Lee. We're talking get back. All right. What's the pettiest thing you did to get your gig back? Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Hey, I'm Nia. How are you? Hey, Nia. What's the pettiest thing you did to get your get back? <laughs> so the pettiest thing I did, um, I was working at a job with my ex. Whatever. I started talking to my boss and. Long story short, I had this job opportunity that I thought, like, okay, this is going to put me on the map, going to make me be better or whatever. So he basically was like, yeah, you should take it. 
to it. He was just being real supportive. So I'm like, oh, you know, I got the best boyfriend. Let me do my two weeks in and get a different job. So I went to the new job or whatever. Come to find out, everybody at the old job was like, girl, the reason why he did that is because a new girl is there. He's like having an affair with her. So I said, oh, this mf made me leave this job so he could do him. I said, oh, okay. So me and my brain, me being petty, <laughs> I had made like, He's like wanted posted saying he was wanted for rape. Or oh whatever. my god! Now she has no. That's no. That's criminal. That's criminal. Jesus, you need to be in jail. Sheesh. Oh no, he tried. He tried. If I can't say my name on here because we're going with the court right now. But anyway, I put he was wanted for rape. I put it all over the parking lot in his job, and I went to his mama neighborhood because he lived with his mama and put it all over all the stop signs. So you falsely accused this man of rape. Sheesh. I did. That, yep. that, that that that's more than petty. People like Damn. you should actually be thrown under the jail. Like you, like you should be, be like that. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. You playing with that man's life. You playing with that he, man's life. He playing with my welfare. Have, have making me leave my job for another female. He could have just broke it off. Emmett Till is dead because of people. Emmett Till is dead because of people like you. It's because who? Exactly. God, man. Central Park Five did years in prison because of people like her. What are we talking about? That that's beyond petty. That's not even. That's like that's criminal. She should be in jail. All right. Well, I don't want to play anymore with you guys. I want to. I want to. I so want to do something positive. I'm gonna. I want to salute to Tyrese. So you know, uh, your, your new single, Tyrese. I don't think you ever loved me is actually tough. It's dope. I think the record is dope. Uh, the ATL Legacy remix with Two Chains and Jeezy is fire. So I just want to congratulate Tyrese. Okay. On the release of the record, and and let's play it. You gonna play the record? Let's play the let's record play right now. This is Two Chains and Jeezy featuring Tyrese. You have evolved. I don't think you ever loved me. Okay. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details Why was that petty? Tyrese ain't on the record. Tyrese was all over the record. No, no, he's not singing on the record. That was Tyrese all over the record. That's that the was, version he sent me. That, was that is not the version. That is the version he sent me. He sent me that version with just two chains and Jeezy and him doing the Atlas. See, here, see, Jason, here, I thought he changed. I thought it's he called, I don't think you I ever thought loved he was me. a different person, but you're not. You're the same old show. I man. thought that was a dope way for him to like embrace what we all saw him go through. And the denial is making it even worse. What are y'all Horrible. talking about? <laughs> Salute the black tie, man. That is crazy. You know what I mean? You try to do something nice and then y'all gonna jump on me. And that's why he called you a darkie yesterday. Well, I'm I'm happy to be a darkie. Okay? You see how they you see how these beige people doing you, Tyrese? Uh, <laughs> they discouraging me from playing your records. You know what? When we come back, we got the rumor report. What are we talking about? Uh Cameron is now le- I think he's leaving hip hop to get into talk. He's gonna launch his own advice talk show. Okay. Alright, well we'll get into that next, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Not right what you did to Tyrese, by the way. I didn't do that. Stop it. Knock it off. That was just playing. I'm having a little fun this morning. That's all. Super petty. He can joke. I can't joke. See, that's why I don't like to play. Because, see, when I play, everybody get all uptight. When I play. When I want to have a little fun. It's because you're not doing it regularly. When you do it regularly, it passes. Well, I don't do it regularly for a reason. I will hurt people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway, we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Jason Lee is here, our co-host. Let's get to the rumors. I've mastered the tea thing. The only place I wanted to come and talk to you about was here because I really feel like everybody in the culture pays attention to y'all. But I knew I can talk my Talk, talk to me. Tell us. This is the Rumor Report on 
on the Breakfast Club. What you wanna know? Well, listen. I said that the Dipset, the <laughs> Dipset, Dipset rapper Cameron was launching his own advice talk show uh, and leaving hip hop. I sort of lied, but he did say he's launching a talk show and he's calling out Dr. Phil. This is what he said. It's called Come and Talk to Me, where I give give advice on <laughs> taking Dr. Phil and the <laughs> out of here. Dr. Phil, y'all days is number. I'm taking everybody out of here. Dr. Phil, you might as well wrap your up because I'm doing everybody black or brown or for my not even black and brown, every race. I'm going to tell them the real advice they need to hear and stop trying to act like, well, we got my friend in the crowd. He's a specialist. Hey, what do you think? Nah, stop cheating on the You talk about your girl crazy and all this crazy but you come home at five, six, seven, eight, five in the morning every morning. Right, Wade? Oh, oh. Oh. That's, that's the responses I like. Oh. Well, Cameron is a highly entertaining human. So if he wants to do a talk show, he can do a talk show. And that show that he got with uh, him and Mace is funny as hell. Mm -hmm. well, who would you love to see on that? But Dr. Phil's show is over, right? His yeah. Dr. Phil's show is canceled. Well, that was the other part. Dr. Mm -hmm. Phil already announced that his show is going off the air after over 20 years. Correct. I don't know who I would like to see on that, but I do remember. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe right. I got my timelines mixed up. But I remember Cam saying he was going to do a show that ended up being what we now know is to catch a predator. I remember him saying that years ago. This is when like all hip hop was the, mm -hmm. the booming site and it was on the ill seed rumor report. Man, he didn't like, want to on. He wanted to beat him up though, right? I don't remember what it was. I, I remember, remember him saying he was going to do a show where he was going to be setting up uh, pedophiles. pedophiles. Yeah, I remember. And then voila, to catch a predator came out. This was like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Not even joking. I'd love to tune in if he had Karen Civil on there. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, because you're giving it Joe Budden. All of them together? You gotta stop, Jason. No, like one, no, no, it could, that's too much for one episode. Jesus. He could have Joe to see sing the intro music, come and talk to me. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, uh, on the Jason Lee show tonight, I got NLE Chopper. He came on to talk about a lot of things. And one thing I had to ask him was his beef that everybody on the internet was talking about with him and NBA Youngboy. And I was really amazed at the conversation and what he shared, but this is what he said. What I think about you, and I think about another rapper who's really successful, who has an organ. <laughs> I like how he can kind of see where I'm going. <laughs> Who has a really huge following. And I'm like, this guy, is, everything about him is positive. What, has he ever had any beef with anybody at all? And then, of course, you know, I found the stuff with NBA Youngboy. Mm -hmm. Y'all had your time. That was at a time when you were in L.E. Chopper with no love at all for anybody, for myself. Is Are you in a different place now with what that relationship, where that relationship ended? It's no beef. It was never any beef. More so like, um misunderstanding or anything like that, but it was never no beef. See, beef to me where we come from is like somebody died and like you trying to get the get back for that person that passed away. But it was never any beef with me and bro. I don't really get a lot of young male rappers on my show talking about the issues that they have with other rappers, but I always see like academics or Vlad talking to mm -hmm. them about the beef that they have and it gets really real in the streets. I've had a lot of friends die from violence, so it was interesting hearing his perspective. So as he kept talking, he really went into a, a place that I had never heard a rapper in this generation speak about beef uh, with other rappers. And that's what he said. Well, when he said in the song that your mother will be devastated when young boy sends your stupid ass to God, mm -hmm. that's beef. I mean, yeah. it's internet music yeah. beef, whatever. It's not like somebody's chasing you down in the street, but that's kind of, I mean, especially with your fans being mm -hmm. as rabid as they are, his fans being the way mm -hmm. that they are, that shit gets people gaslit to where now the fans turn it into something, you know? Some people have to release certain tension, certain anger on a, on a beat or musically so that it's not bottled in so when you see a person you want to release it physically mm. he murked me on a beat he killed me on a beat but physically 
I'm here. I actually heard an OG rapper say something like that. It was they said that if social media was around back in the 1900s. Um, it would have been a lot less beef in the street because people would have been saying things on social media mm -hmm. and getting it out, right? So a lot of things probably would have got squashed before it got to the to, to the actual street level. Because back then, all you had to do, all you could do, is run into a person. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I have heard, have heard stuff like that before. But hearing that from a twenty-year-old who's in the game now, all these rappers getting killed, I, I, I actually admired him uh, saying that. Nah, mm -hmm. NLE Chop is very smart, dude. Yeah. Him and his mom, they they run close. I think she was probably, I'm sure. Yeah, she was there. yeah she manages him. So they run pretty close. He's a really, really bright individual. Man. I just can't wait till his rhetoric that he displays in interviews matches the content of his music. That's what I can't wait for. Well, he has a new, his new project out, I think, out today. He hasn't it's been here to New York. I'm going to go check it out. And okay. that, should, that episode airs on uh, the Jason Lee Show on Revolt tonight. And so, that record, his new record don't. I don't, I don't, I don't believe he goes there. Okay. It's more of a dance record. You probably heard of it. You don't dance with me. Love don't live here. I don't know anymore. if I gotta hear the album. Remember we had this conversation last time he was here. Go crazy. Last time he was here, he was. <laughs> yeah. he sounded just like that, very positive. Mm -hmm. But then the music didn't match that. Right. You know what I mean? So I just hope that it, you know. Well, speaking of project, it will. Speaking of social media gaslight, and everybody's reacting to the conversation we just had about Tamar Braxton and Candy and Todd, and whether or not Todd's going to get a peach, and I don't know. They're, they're, <laughs> saying, gonna get a they're peach. saying that Tamar was the bully, but then when we were looking at that photo, people were saying that's not a receipt of Tamar's man checking Todd. Yeah, we said he looked a little little bigger than Todd. You know, I, I said earlier because you asked me a question. You said who would win in a fight between Todd and uh, Tamar Braxton's mm -hmm. fiance? Uh, I think his name is Jr. 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 Yep. And um, I said Todd. Right. With a pun further review. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I, I was told JR is an ex-Marine, mm -hmm. and I can tell that there's a clear size advantage. And JR looks Irish. He okay. Does, he does look Irish. I might root for Todd, you know, publicly. But that backdoor <laughs> bet. I'm looking at the stats of the fighters now. I'm looking at the, the, the height and the weight Jesus and the, the arm reach and you know, mm -hmm. All right. background. So you going with ex-marine? You gonna have hell with an ex-marine, bro? So Especially an ex-marine that's Irish. I'm telling you that right so now. So you going with Jr. Backdoor bet. That's what I'm doing to the table. <laughs> okay. Publicly go to Irish. You know what I mean? But you know, pay you put, up. Your, put your money on. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to see any any of that happen. I don't want to see them turn to violence. I do. It was no. You Jesus. Don't. Stop it, Jason. It was just a hypothetical. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that you room report. You this? I do. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. I'm working on me. All right. Well, People's Choice Mix is up next. Let us know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. We'll get your request on our movies. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Reinvent Your Life. Mel Robbins is back to help you dream big and take more control over your life. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. That's right, man. Salute to Audible and understand that our Audible pick of the day is the Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new Audible original series, Michelle Obama explores her belief that we all carry a light inside of us. Join the former first lady as she discusses how to kindle that flame so that we can face life's challenges. Okay, hear her connect with incredible friends and her favorite personalities like Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, Conan O'Brien, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and many more special guests. Okay, in each inspirational episode, you'll hear honest and important conversations about overcoming self-doubt, building support systems, tackling issues of race, gender, and visibility, and creating pathways for progress. Check out this audio clip from the podcast. I want my daughters growing up understanding that they can have whatever life they choose. 
as long as they're happy, we've got their backs. It's the perfect podcast for today's hectic times. Michelle Obama brings the humor, sincerity, and compassion we all need. Go high even when the world feels low with the former first lady and the icons, artists, and thinkers you know and love. New episodes drop weekly. Share your light with Michelle Obama in the Light Podcast. Listen free at the home of storytelling, audible.com slash the light. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jason Lee, our guest host, is here. We appreciate you for joining us the last couple of days, brother. Man, I had a great time. We don't have nobody tomorrow. I don't know supposed when he to. You gonna ask him when he leaves? Just gonna just invite him here? He said he was here till Thursday. Oh, hell, this is early. I need a day off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a two-day two work week. He has a two-day work week. <laughs> but definitely check out uh, Jason Lee. When did you, your show yeah, come yeah, on? Yeah, the Jason Lee Show. We're both tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And Ellie Chopper, right? And Ellie Chopper. Okay. That's right. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jason Lee, our co-host, is here. Now you got a positive note for the people out there? I do. I just want to remind everybody, man, make sure you go get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival. Thank you to everybody that's been buying tickets, man. If y'all keep, you know, getting tickets at the rate y'all getting tickets, we definitely going to um, have a sellout crowd. So make sure you go to Eventbrite, get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival happening April 22nd, Saturday, April 22nd in Atlanta, Georgia at Pullman Yards. Okay, it's hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. We got some of your favorite podcasts performing live, like the 80 Five South Show, Horrible Decisions, Reasonably Shady, The Big Facts Podcast, uh, Checking In Podcast with Michelle Williams, just to name a few. So join us, why don't you, man? It's going to be food, it's going to be music, it's just going to be a great day in ATL, man. Uh, if you're a podcast lover, I want to see you there, okay? We got a business, a podcasting panel, too, for everybody who's trying to get into the business of podcasting. That's going to be uh, interesting as well. So go to Eventbrite right now to go get your tickets. And go to blackeffect.com for more info, okay? Okay. The positive note is simply this. Uh, work on your boundaries, baby. Okay, you can't be everything to everyone and nothing to yourself. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony Delisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.